I'm really not used to uh, that much recognition, but uh, it is overwhelming and much appreciated, and I esteem and value so much the relationships that have been forged here that will never be broken. This church has been our shelter, our place of refuge, because the Lord is in you. And it has been quite a journey, many events, many challenges, but it has been good, very good. I have a lot of things that I could say about a lot of people. Um, I don't have time uh, to say it all here now, but hopefully before Jesus comes, I'll be able to share a few more things. Um, Thank you for the gifts and the words and the memories. Uh, Precious, precious memories. Our youth team, through the years, seems like they're all preachers and teachers and leaders and ministers, pastors and pastors' husbands, pastors' wives. (laughs) Where's brother? Oh, there you are. Pastor and Sister Kyle has uh, loved us and has never wavered in their love and care and support. He is a man of God, a man of the kingdom, and I have been immensely helped and I have grown here. And I thank God for Pastor Kyle, Sister Kyle, and for the opportunity that I've been given to serve. Um, I love serving, helping, ministering, and touching because I have been helped and ministered to, and I want to be an extension of who Jesus is, and this church uh, has been such a great part, and I pray that uh, as I go off to college, that you'll send me letters, cards. <laughs> I, feel like a, I, I feel like I've been at home all these years and I'm going off to college. And <laughs> but I'll be back for Christmas and uh, when my clothes pile up <laughs> and I can't afford the coin laundry. So thank you so much. Uh, I do have a word. Uh, for this service, and not just for this service, but for, for us here today. And uh, it is a word from the Lord. It is something God has been teaching me through the years. Uh, this will be the sequel. Or it could be just part two of the trilogy. I'm not really sure. But a few years ago, the Lord 
shared something with me, and I preached and, and shared, and I titled it Corrective Vision, Corrective Vision, getting your vision corrected through the knowledge of God. And so we've had that in our spirit over the last few days, seeking direction from the Lord. So before I get started, where's, uh, do I have any help? Who, who wants to help? We're going to try. I'm, I know I'm standing in between you and lunch. We're going to try to sing a little longer, a little longer than 17 seconds. We're going to try to surpass the 17 seconds and just give us a little bit more time. What, what are we doing? Now, I don't do this that often. Uh, I sound good at my house. The, the, acoustics, the acoustics are amazing at my house. And in the bathroom. How many sounds good in the bathroom? Ooh, man, you start singing in the bathroom, you're like, if they only knew. What are we doing? This, this is unrehearsed, okay? Since I met this blessed Savior, since He's cleansed and made me whole, I will never cease to praise Him. Would you help me? I'll shout it while eternity rolls. Come on, lift your voice. Say, He touched me. Oh, He touched me. And oh, the joy. And oh, the joy. And now I know He touched me and made me whole. Do the chorus one more time. He touched me. Oh, He touched me. And oh, the joy that floods. Something, something wonderful, wonderful happened. and now, now I know He touched me and made me whole. Is, is there another verse for that? Shack, I'll get the key right. Yeah, help me out. Thank you. I'm not. I'm not being recorded for an album, right? Help me, I can't hear. And shame. I need Brother Dave Thomas's tenor voice. Then the hand of Jesus. There you go, Brother Cooper. And now. And now I am no longer. They saved me one more time. Hallelujah. Oh, he touched me. Yes, he did. How many are still thankful? Don't forget. Don't forget his goodness. And love. 
touched me. Yes, he did. Of all the glory, he touched me. And oh, and oh, something happened. And now I know he touched me and made me Can we give the Lord praise here? Hallelujah. Can we pick it up to F? I don't know if we can do this, but I do remember this old song. Oh, he didn't leave me the way that he found me. And he didn't leave me to die in my sins. Oh, but he left me his Holy Spirit to live within. morning comes when all the saints of God are gathering home. We'll tell the story how we These guys are good. understand it better by And the church said, by and by, when the morning comes, when all the saints of our God are gathering home, we will tell the story how we
brothers, fathers, sisters, brothers will be singing round the throne in that land where no one ever knows the care. And the Christians of all ages will join in that triumph song. Everybody will be happy. Sing everybody. Now everybody will be happy. Will be happy. vocal band convention you can return to your seats I, I'm tired but I got a lot of songs in me it's amazing that we can memorize a song it's amazing praise God if I can memorize a song and sing it with passion, then I can memorize the gospel and preach it with passion and love and anointing. I challenge you, if you can learn a song, learn God's word. Hallelujah. When I hear that, I'm like, I've had many tears and sorrows I've had questions for the morrow There's been times I didn't know right from wrong But in every situation What's the rest? God gave me perfect consolation That my trials only come to make me strong see I'm a little rusty through it all through it all I've learned to trust in Jesus somebody testify with me through it all oh through it all I've learned to depend upon his word I thank him for the mountain I thank him for the valley I thank him for the storms he's brought me through what's the rest in every situation what faith in his word can do in your heart through it all oh through it all I've learned come on I've learned to trust somebody help me say through it all 
Oh, through it all, I've learned to depend upon. Woo! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I don't know if I feel like James Moore or James Brown. <laughs> you could be seated. Woo! Hallelujah! My, 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 my. It's getting late. It's getting late. Them raisins I had earlier wearing off. Praise God. So much love that I have received and hopefully I have reciprocated that love back to you. The Lord makes that possible. God gives us the capacity to love. And I am so blessed. We have been so enlightened by the Word of God these last few services wow That's, for lack of better words I just say wow absolutely incredible I love to hear the voice of God most of the time but when God gets on your case you know we're kind of like Adam <laughs> we hide behind stuff we hide behind our job we hide behind church work. But aren't you glad that God keeps on speaking? Hallelujah. He knows where you are, but he wants you to know where you are. And to recognize that wherever you are, you need him. Hallelujah. Whew. Proverbs chapter 29 and verse number 18 I promise you I won't be preaching too long today. I promise you. I'm going to keep my word. I told our ministry and leadership development class, be a man of your word. That's tough to do sometimes. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 29 and verse number 18. God help me today. Thank you, Pastor, for believing in me, believing in us, and pouring into us. Thank you for every uh, rebuke, for every correction. The Lord rebukes those he loves. He chastens. And I'm not just emphasizing that, but I'm thankful for a man of God who will correct you and reprove you. And he, who will stand with the word of God no matter what. And not fear man. I appreciate that strength and that fortitude. Thank you so much. And thank you for honoring me and the great meal that we're going to have afterwards. But let me share some things that I feel God wants to impart into us here today. A few years ago, I started this uh, message, and I will continue from there. Proverbs chapter 29, verse number 18. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, someone say the word, happy is he. Where there is no vision, the people perish. 
please pay attention. And when the hunger pains start screaming, just say, wait a minute. We're not done yet. You'll get your fill later. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law happy is he. I want you to notice the scripture. It does not say a vision. Watch. It does not say a vision. Such as an object, a trance, a glimpse of something, or a mental image. It's not a goal, it's not a dream, it's not even a direction in this context. It's not a, a mental image of where you should be or where you want to be. That's not the context. The context of vision is sight. The faculty and the ability to see. Where there is no vision, where there is no sight, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, someone say the word, happy is he. Would you pray with me? We only got a little bit of time left. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, for all that has uh, transpired here. We thank you for the work of the Holy Ghost and the work of the word of God in our lives. We are begotten by the word of God. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. Lord, you came in the midst of darkness as the light. Oh God, hallelujah, to open our eyes, to deliver us from the power of darkness and bring us into the kingdom of light. We ask that you would illuminate and reveal and manifest your word here today. In Jesus' name, all the recipients say amen. God bless you. You can be seated. You can clap. I think that's appropriate. Come on, let's clap our hands for the word of God. Preach the word. I need to hear the word of God. This context where there is no vision, where there is no sight, no ability to see, the people are going to perish. But he says, he that keeps the law happy is he. In the natural, our physical eyes are able to receive light and translate or transfer that through the nerves into the brain so that our mind can convert and translate and interpret and know and understand and actually see. So vision or sight or seeing is made possible by light. If you turn out all the lights and you have total darkness, you have no vision. You have no sight. You cannot see. And we live in a world full of darkness where people are alive but they can't see. They have no vision. They have no knowledge and understanding because that knowledge and understanding comes from one source. And the New Testament, it is written and it is spoken that God is light and in Him there is no darkness. 
I noticed that in the beginning, in the book of Genesis, it's recorded that the Lord began to deal with not just voidness, but he dealt with darkness. And God opened his mouth and God said with his own word, let there be light and there was light. What are you saying? God creates light through his word. Amen. And let me just kind of give you the end of this story. The reason why we are able to see today and have spiritual perception, knowledge, and understanding is because God communicated to man. God gave us his word that we might see and behold him and know him and know who we are and walk with him God deals with darkness by communicating his word by speaking and it is through this light that we are able to see to know to understand naturally the light or the eye is the portal it's that member that part of us that can look and take in information and have that information translated and converted, amen, into an image, into knowledge. We know things through touch. We know things through taste. We know things through hearing. We know things through smelling. Some of us have been smelling that food, right? And we're being drawn. <laughs> but we know also through seeing, and the Bible here in this context is speaking about seeing. Having the ability to see. Because God does not want us to perish in our darkness and fear and ignorance and blindness. God has come that we might have sight so that we can behold Him. Psalms chapter 119 and 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Someone say, it's a light. Psalms 19 and 8. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure. What does it do? It enlightens the eyes. It's through the Word of God that we're able to see clearly. It's through the light of God's Word that we're able to have proper vision. Praise God. This spiritual perception, the ability to see, to discern, to judge, to recognize, to comprehend, comes through the light of God's Word. Psalms 119 verses 130. The entrance of thy words giveth light. Amen. We have got to receive the word into ourselves. We must receive or conceive the word of God in order to have the light to see. Does that make sense? I'm trying to be just as practical as I can. It is the entrance of thy word that giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the, unto the simple. 
In other words, without the light of the Word of God, we cannot see. And we have to rely on feeling. Even in our religious world, there are many today that rely on feelings and protocols and procedures. Now, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm saying there is something better. And that is when you, as an individual, can receive the light of revelation so that you can see God for yourself. So that you can have understanding for yourself. So you have more than just a belief and more than just a Pentecostal experience, but you're able to walk by the faith of the Son of God. God wants that for every single one of us. Praise God. He wants that for all of us. Sadly, there have been many generations, many generations that have lacked proper vision, spiritual vision, truth vision, word vision. Even among us, I hear concepts and I hear things that are believed and communicated and I hear our cliches and I can't help but to think why aren't people in the word why aren't they in the word because it is so easy to come to church to experience everything within the church and the service and the move of the Spirit, but yet carry around ideas and concepts and beliefs that are contrary to the Word of God. It blows my mind that we can not, I'm, I'm not saying us here today, but generally speaking, it's amazing and in fact, it is noted in Scripture at least seven times, seven, seven different books of Scripture, that there are people that have eyes that cannot see, ears but cannot hear. Jesus came into that kind of society, that kind of generation, that kind of spiritual state, where when he came, they did not know him, they could not recognize him, and it took a whole lot for him to convince them of who he really was. They had the law. They had the word. But they did not receive it. In fact, the Bible says, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Not because you didn't hear it. Not because you weren't exposed to it. Not because it wasn't communicated. But he says because you rejected knowledge, I will reject you. And because they rejected knowledge instead of receiving that light, when he came they were blind and they didn't recognize him. They didn't see him. They did not have a word view. They had a world view of their God. And they thought that he was going to come in all of this splendor, in all of this glory with a big crown and a, a wonderful, beautiful robe and all of the gold and all of the glamour. And they thought he was going to come, but they didn't. They, did, they, didn't, they didn't see him. They didn't recognize him because they had a 
world view. You can be sitting on these chairs here today and have a beautiful experience with the, with the Lord, have the Holy Ghost, but if you reject the knowledge of God, now, if you read the context, when he says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, he's not talking about the knowledge of agriculture or horticulture or biology or philosophy, how to plant a garden or how to hunt or how to fish. No, no, no. He's very specific that the knowledge that they rejected was the knowledge of my self-revelation. I came to testify of myself to reveal to my creation who I am. I gave them the definition of myself, but they didn't believe me they believe the world they believe their own feelings and they yielded to the power of the darkness but I've come into this world to give light and confound the darkness hallelujah and Jesus stood and he said I am the light of the world not just the earth not just Florida but he said, I'm the light of the cosmos. I'm the light of the universe. I'm the light of all creation. Hallelujah. And he came to give that light to man so that man could see his creator. Oh, would you lift your hands with me and say, touch my eyes. Oh God, with your revelation that I can see who you really are. Hallelujah. I've met people that know the Bible, but they don't know the Word of God. I've met people that can tell you about God, but they can't tell you what God is doing, what God is saying. They can't tell you because they are blind. They have information, but they don't have revelation. There are people today that have information, they have facts, but they don't have proper revelation by the illumination of the Spirit of God of His own Word. So if there's anything that I could pass on, if there's anything that I could pass on to you, it is a passion for the Word of God. To know Him through the Word of God. We know everything about good and evil. Yes, we do. We've tasted the good and we've tasted the evil. But oh, that somebody would arise and say, I'm tired of eating from that tree. Because as long as I eat from that tree, I remain in darkness. But there is a tree of life that I'm after. If I can partake of that tree, I'm not only going to live forever, I'm going to see God. I'm going to see the Lord. And when I see him as he is, he shall be high and lifted up. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I want a word vision of God. I like the Bible version of Jesus. I don't like man's version of Jesus. I like the Bible version of Jesus. I like what God made sure was put in that holy Bible about himself. 
so that people don't get the wrong idea about their creator. You see, what happens is when we don't have knowledge, we don't have vision, we can't communicate him properly. In fact, we will, we will uh, project or present uh, or, or declare or communicate a different Jesus than his own revelation. That's why we've got to study to show ourselves approved unto God. Hallelujah. Not approved to men, but approved unto God. So that God approves of our witness and our work and our worship and our willingness to do His will and to communicate Him to our generation. Hallelujah. If I could pass anything on to you. I want to pass, pass my hunger and my desire and my fervency and my zeal that God has given me to know His Word, to know the testimony of Jesus Christ. Not so that I can just sit down and talk about it, but there's a reason why God wants us to have vision. Hallelujah. I, I enjoy light. I do. Now, I enjoy nothing more than the light of the sun. Because everything is so clear. Everything is so clear. Now, I know there's some, sometimes you wish, wish the lights were a little dimmer. <laughs> when you start seeing the wrinkles and the blemishes and, and such. But there's something about light. I enjoy it. I really do. It's crazy. I just enjoy Seeing. When, when I'm shaving and I got a 30 watt light on, I, I'm like, can't they do better than this? I mean, is it that different? It should be a standard 75 minimum watt. And, and, and I'm not afraid to take it up to at least 100 watts so that when I'm shaving, I can, yeah, I can. Won't cut myself when I'm trying to tie a fish knot and I got a hundred watt light bulb shining. What well, I can see? Oh, it's amazing. In fact, when I sit down to eat, I love to be able to see what I'm eating. I take pleasure in not just tasting, but I take pleasure in just looking at it. Look at the texture. God made that, God gave it color and texture. Yes, God put fiber in it. <laughs> I appreciate so much the light of God's Word because through the light of God's Word, I'm able to see. I'm able to see who I am in light of who He is. And one reason why people don't live like or, or like what they truly are. I'm not sure if I'm communicating that properly. Or walk like a man of God or woman of God. Is because they don't see themselves as such. It's through beholding Him that we're able to know who we are. Because if we don't know who we are. We don't know who our brother is. And if we don't really have proper perception and recognition of the body of Christ, we're not going to treat them as royalty. You see, vision affects everything. That's right. You ever tried to walk around 
when the power goes out? What? And you don't have a generator. What's the first thing you do when the power goes out? You look for a light. You look for a flashlight. Some kind of candle. Because it's not in us to live in darkness. We don't like living in the dark. Some people are afraid of the dark. Darkness, amen, somehow uh, uh, projects this fear. Not knowing. You know, when we were a kid, we were afraid of the dark. Because we thought there was a boogeyman. I guess one of the titles I could give this is, Don't be afraid of the dark. Don't be afraid of the dark. Get the light. Where is the light? Who is the light? It's Him. He is the light. He is the Word. Hallelujah. And He has been made flesh. And now He has come into us to give us internal light. We don't get spiritual vision from the earth. We don't get spiritual vision from the stars, the moon, or the sun. We don't get spiritual vision when someone turns the lights on in the house. We get spiritual vision from the revelation of the Word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And there's a reason why we need this light. Someone say there's a reason for this light. It's so that we can see what we're doing and where we're going. Tell somebody, I want to see where I'm going. I want to see where I'm going. We live in a world where people can't see where they're going. <laughs> they're driving, but they really can't see where they're going, spiritually speaking, because they're still walking in darkness, still dwelling in darkness. Oh, God forbid that we remain ignorant of who God is. God forbid that we remain ignorant of who God says He is. Oh God, we want light by the revelation of the Word to illuminate, to bring knowledge and understanding that you are God, that you are the Creator, that you are the Savior, that you came in flesh to redeem and reconcile us unto yourself. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. In Isaiah chapter 9 verses 2 and then verse number 6, I'm going to move as quick as I can. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. And they that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. What light is he talking about? What light is he prophesying about? For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. This is the revelation that the church is built on. And without this revelation being received and internalized and conceived and believed, then you still walk with impaired vision. This is the key to vision. It's the revelation that all other knowledge is built on. It is the foundation of the faith. Hallelujah. So ask this question to the person beside you. Why is light necessary? What do we need light for? And the musicians could come. I'm getting ready to close. 
Look at there. Whoever, that's right. I'm getting ready to close. I'm getting ready. Why do we need light? Why is vision so important? John 8 and 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me. That's it. He that followeth. You can't follow someone you don't see. You got to see him in order to follow him. Hallelujah. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Where does vision come from? It comes from Him. The light, the Word of God. But we have to receive this light. That's right. In order to get the knowledge and the understanding and the comprehension. Praise God. You know, when we get knowledge and understanding, spiritual perception, comprehension, we don't worry as much. Because we have more than a belief. We know that he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. If we follow him, he's the focus. He's the one that we are to behold, to keep our eyes on. Hallelujah. Amen. There's darkness everywhere. There's distractions everywhere. There's disappointments everywhere. There's depression all over. Everybody is on medication. Everybody has anxiety problems and stress problems. A lot of people have depression problems. I mean like deep-rooted problems. It's the result of poor vision. Over and over and over again, you look in the scripture and it's spoken, Lord, open their eyes. Lord, open their eyes. It's not just the ability uh, to see something, but it's simply the ability to see. Because if if you see it, you're not afraid of it. If you see through the knowledge of God, through God's vision, through the word vision, then you're not going to be afraid of the devil. And you're not going to be afraid of people. Because you see through the word. And not through fear. And not through feelings. How are you going to navigate through the depression, through the darkness, through the disappointments? How are you going to navigate through fear and through your own feelings? You're going to navigate through light, through vision, through faith. Hallelujah. So that you can continue to follow him and to do his will. Becoming like him. Jesus gives us the answer. To overcoming darkness. Conquering it. Dominating. Transcending. Excelling. Beyond the darkness. Of our circumstance. Our world. Etc. John 11. Jesus answered. Are there not 12 hours in the day? 
If any man walk in the day, he stumbles not because he seeth the light of this world. <laughs> oh, yes. Who, who had, who, who, you were, are those prescription glasses? Can you, can you take them off for me? Can you, can you see pretty good? Huh? How, many, how many fingers am I holding up? He said two or one. He's not sure. There are a lot of things in this world that people are not sure of. They're just not sure. Because they're not looking through the lens of the Word of God. It's the lens of the Word of God that you're able to see and say, That's one. There's one God. There's one Lord. There's one faith. There's one baptism. One God who is above us all and in us all and through us all. And it is that one God who is the creator of heaven and earth who became our Savior manifest in the flesh. We need vision. Can we stand? But if any walk in the night, he stumbleth because there is no light in him. The light has to be in you. Where does the word have to be? In you. Where does the revelation have to be? In you. Because it's that word and that revelation that gives you vision. That's right. Where do you think spiritual discernment comes from? And the ability to judge. Now I'm not talking about penalization. I'm talking about judging, discerning. Right, wrong, left, right. First, last, black, white. You know what I'm saying? Judgment. Good, evil. It comes through the knowledge of the word. It comes through light. You can't distinguish it. You can't make it out if you don't have proper lighting. Is that a carrot or is that a sweet potato? Because they taste pretty much the same. And they're both orange. But if you have proper lighting, it <laughs> doesn't matter what it tastes like. That's sweet potato pie. Something else. That's, that's carrot. And this is pumpkin pie. You have discernment because you have sight. You also have another means of knowing, and that's taste. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Ha <laughs> ha. Every day. What are you saying, Brother, brother Sam? You'll never walk in the dimension of faith that God has offered, that God has made available and accessible without knowledge you go into Bible school learn the word not just so that you can preach it but so that you can practice it that's right the greatest preacher is the one who practices the word because we can preach a lot of things that we don't practice ourselves I'm not saying we're perfect but God wants us to see he's come to give us light so that we can see Him. So that we can see His creation through the lens of the Word of God. For you were sometimes darkness, but now are you light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. So my message is this. You can only see where you're going if you have vision. If you have light. If you have the revelation and the knowledge of the Word of God. Here's another benefit. This is a free one. But if we walk in the light, Pastor. Ooh, 
if we walk in the light, if we walk in this light, that's, that's why, yeah, because you can't walk in light until you have light. You can't walk in the revelation and in the, the, the knowledge of the word of God until you first received it. But he says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, someone say we got to be with him. We got to walk with him. He said, learn of me. Take my yoke. I'm not just going to walk over and just throw it on. No, take my yoke. Learn of me. Walk with me. Be my disciple. Follow me. And if you'll follow me, you'll become like me. And you won't walk in darkness. In fact, if you follow him, darkness won't stop you. Depression won't stop you. Fear won't stop you. Failure won't stop you. A just man will fall seven times. But he'll get up again. Because he has vision that God will forgive him. And God will help him. And God is for him. you got to have that conviction, that knowledge. We walk in the light as he is in the light. We have fellowship one with another. Grab somebody by the hand. You can use that anti-bacterial, bacterial, <laughs> anti-germ, what's it called? Hand sanitizer. You can use that later. <laughs> if we walk in the light as he is in the light. We have fellowship one with another. For what fellowship have light with darkness? What fellowship have light with darkness? What concord has the Lord with Belial? Our fellowship depends on walking in the word. Walking in the light of truth. Walking in the knowledge of the word of God. Having proper spiritual perception. Understanding. Without doing this, our, our fellowship is hindered. Without doing this, as the scripture says, we will perish. And let me close with this very, very powerful verse. It spoke to my soul last night. In Job, I want you to put this on the screen. I started at 1230. I got to close quick. Quick. Job 29 and 3. Please put it on the screen. Job 29 and verse number 3. Look at this. Look at this, Pastor. This is incredible. When his candle shined upon my head, and when by his light I walked through darkness. Oh, yeah. And gross darkness shall cover the people. But his candle has touched my mind. Light has come into my spirit. And because of that light, I no longer walk in darkness. I'm no longer blind. But I see the Lord. And I see his word. And I see the promises of God. And I see in scripture that all things work together for the good of them that love God and who are thee called according to his purpose the way you're going to make it through this dark world is you're going to have to have God's light touch your head your mind and you walk by that thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path would you lift your hands with me and cry out to the Lord as 
It was spoken in the book of Revelation chapter 3 verses number 18. Anoint thy eyes with eye salve. He's talking not to the world, but he's talking to the church. And he says, church, it's time to have our eyes anointed with eye salve so that we can have vision, so that we can see things as they really are. Come on, lift your hands and your voice. Begin to cry out to the Lord. Hallelujah. I've been here a while. Oh, but I believe there's more to behold. Hallelujah. Through proper vision, you are able to see the beauty of the Lord and to see Him high and lift it up. You're able to see beyond the storm, beyond the obscurity, beyond the obstruction beyond the disease you're able to see beyond all things because you don't have x-ray vision you have word vision I want you to lift somebody's hand right now brother Morgan praise God hallelujah word vision has been given to you oh we have more than night vision we have word vision It's through the word vision that we can see even in the dark times, even in depression, even when we're disappointed, even when we've been hit and hurt. We can see it. We can see through it. Hallelujah. Pastor, would you pray for us? Oh, we need the word of God. Preach the word, Pastor. We need you to give us the word. And God, help me to receive it because it's light to my soul. It's light to my soul. Let's open up our mouths and receive this word here today by giving praise to your King. God, we receive. We receive the word of the Lord. We receive the word of the Lord. Thank you, Brother Sab, for that incredible preaching, teaching. Now, every mind on the Lord right now, every eye closed, I I want you to think about something. You got to ask yourself the question, how did I let my life get in the situation that it's in? How have I ended up in this condition? You may be here today and your life is a wreck. Things are torn apart, crashed. Can't quite figure out how to put it all together. The man of God spoke to us today and gave us